Success series. This is part two of my interview with Bobby Brooks Wilson, Grammy nominated artist. He talks about um, not only his songwriting, him his just being Bobby, but him being compared to Mr. Excitement himself, which he is, uh, Jackie Wilson's son, but also his role as Mr. Excitement as a Grammy nominated songwriter and singer. We talk about his early career, his friendship with Bruno Mars, their early careers. Today's exciting music, as well as his new music. This awesome interview with Bobby and I are coming at you right now. And later on, they introduced me to Billy Roquel Davis. And um, Billy Roquel Davis became like a father figure to me, my mentor. He's also Jackie's cousin, as well as Levi's cousin. Mm -hmm. And Lawrence, they're all related. 
you dig into Billy, you find out Billy was one of the original for Ames when they were the Ames. Uh-huh. And Billy got off the group to become, to do writing and producing. He didn't want to do the group thing. Which yeah, the travel good. and everything can be rough. Yeah, say again? The travel and everything can be pretty rough. Yeah, yeah, when you're dealing with a bunch of knuckleheads and you got to travel with them your whole life. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine. Uh, but Billy, um, so Billy dropped off and uh, off the group. So it must have been five guys because Levi was already on the group. Uh, but they kind of let Billy manage them. Uh, I think Billy managed them. That's why uh, when Lawrence met me, he called Billy and told Billy he had needed to come up and, and, and see me. Uh, I didn't know that Billy was going to come. Um, Lawrence didn't tell me. Uh, Lawrence, you know, we became family too and gave me his number, and I, I talked to him all the way up to he passed. He passed a year after I met him. But um, but um, I would talk to Lawrence all the time, and he said, you talked to Billy yet? You talked to Billy yet? I said, no. He goes, I told Billy to come see you, which he, he says, uh, but Billy don't want to go see an impersonator. And Billy says, and he told me this. He said, Billy says, there's only one jacket. There's, there's never another jacket. You know, so he didn't want to come see it. So I said, well, I understand. I mean, I said, Jackie Wilson was a monster of an entertainer. I said, I so I understand, you know. I said, I, I ain't trying to be him. I said, it just so happened I look like him. And Lawrence says, son, you, you're his. <laughs> he spit you out. <laughs> wow. And he says, he says, there's no doubt in my mind. And that was then. So because, because of that bridge, I was able to meet the family and became real close with one. One of the brothers and we did the, the work, the blood work, and sure enough, Jackie Wilson was my daddy. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, and it's interesting that you were able to meet people who actually knew him, and they were basically blown away. It's like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> he's standing yeah, yeah, right yeah. here. The first ones was Levi Stubbs and, uh, and I mean, Levi and Lawrence and Obi and Duke. And I'm mm-hmm. still in touch with Duke to this day, you know. Um uh, Duke didn't take an interest in me like Lawrence and Levi did. But I understand because Lawrence and Levi are related and, and to Jackie. Right. So but 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 Duke still treats me like family, of course. And um I'm very close with a lot of the family members and uh Jack my dad has a big family. <laughs> so um some of the people I know, some of them I don't know, some of them love me, some of them don't care for me, so I'm just living my life. I started by myself. I, I'm going to leave by myself. But right. I have my uh, I have my family, my kids, and you know my family, and my wife, and and everything. So I'm I'm good. It's Amen. Just having God's. Uh, I used to question, you know, uh, when I started impersonating Jackie uh, and doing his shows. I tr- I started walking away and doing other impersonations like Little Richard and Stevie Wonder, Johnny Mathis. Rick James, Sam Cooke, Otis Redding. I started doing all these other ones, Al Green. And um, and I did it because I couldn't do it. I could change my voice. I had the ability. And so um, I kept trying to stay away from Jackie and just be Bobby Brooks. Because people started calling me Jackie. I mean, Joe Jackson and, you know, all the people that I would meet 
that knew my dad, they just called me Jack or Jackie. Hey, Jack, how you doing, Jackie? Are you working? You know, I mean, everybody. I mean, uh, Gladys Knight, uh, Mary Williams, uh, I mean, Wilson, uh, uh, Martha Reeves, who calls me her, grand, her godson. You know, I mean, just everybody in the business. Mickey Stevens. Uh, Mickey's like, how you doing, Jack? You working, Jack? You know, Mickey's funny. I don't know if you know who Mickey Stevens is. Yes, I do. He's a great songwriter. Great writer. He's, yeah, he's, he's got some great songs out there I love. Oh, yeah, Mickey. Mickey has some great songs. I, I, I just couldn't cut a deal with him. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that that music, though, of of love, of um, excitement, of innocence, uh, uh, even though, you know, you, you listen to the words, it's not, but it, it's delivered in that way. Right. Um, do you think that'll ever come back? Because, I mean, when yeah. is the last time you, um, uh, it, what's the last time in a major way you've heard uh, seven or eight love songs played on any radio genre? Unless well, it's you know, classics. Well, not on, on, the, on, on live radio, nothing. But if you go to Pandora, you go to all these, you know, Spotify and all these other places, you, you'll find it because they got a playlist set up where they right. play the ballads and stuff like that. But as far as artists doing that kind of music, I have to say, and not because I'm biased, my boy Bruno Mars oh, yeah. is the one that's doing it. Right. Because, because Bruno Mars is the same kid, Bruno, that was playing Baby Elvis in the show that started me out. Awesome, yeah, and he's um like I say he 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 is a classic, but he he brings a modern twist to all he does. Yeah. So but he's like he's like he's like my little brother. I mean, he was the same age as my son when I I went through my first divorce with my my first wife, and my son was six years old, and Bruno was five years old, mm-hmm. and I I attached to him because I wasn't with my son anymore, and so I attached to Bruno's family, Pete, Bernie, and and his brother and all the kids, and and as my second family when I started out in music. Uh, so uh, as Bruno grew up and became a teenager, and uh, I remember uh, a couple of times picking him up from school because his mom and dad, you know, had split by then, and she was working a job, and, she, and, and we were doing a show called... Um, uh, Aloha Las Vegas was the name of the show. And I remember thinking when I got that show, I said, I must be going to Vegas. Because I wasn't even thinking about moving to Vegas. But I know I started paying attention to God talking to me. And when they came, they called me up and said, we got, we got a show we want you to do. Uh, it'd be you, Bruno, Bernie, which is his mother, and a girl doing Celine Dion. We want you to do Stevie Wonder, Jackie Wilson, and be the MC. We want Bernie to do Whitney Houston and and uh, Tina Turner, and then we want the girl to do um, Celine Dion, that, and then Bruno do uh, Michael and Elvis. That's the show. We did that show for two years. Uh, Bruno was fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, oh, almost three years. And uh, when he turned seventeen, he he moved. He graduated from high school and then moved to L.A. to his big sister. Uh, Kalani. That's when he moved in with her, and that's when he found his way as, as you know, as a, a producer, singer, songwriter. But he struggled, and uh, right. you know, and we stayed close. And he, he would, but I would pick him up from school, and he would, uh, he would say, 
you know, I can sing just like Justin Timberlake. I can outdance Justin Timberlake. And I say, hey, Bruno, you're going to have your day. Justin Timberlake's got his day. But you're going to have yours. Trust me. As far as I'm, I said, because you got everything that Justin has. So uh, then <laughs> uh, he gets to to he gets to L.A. gets signed by Motown, gets dropped by Motown, and he's aggravated. He's 20 years old. Wow. He calls me up. He calls me up, Bob. Yeah, Bruno. I'm gonna quit show business and go back to to Hawaii and start a reggae band. Oh no! Said, what are you talking about? Because man, this 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 music game is crazy, and people stealing your music, and people don't want to give you credit for what you do, and this and that, and this and that. And then I got dropped off Motown. And I said, Bruno. I said, What man up? I said, man up, Bruno. I said, you're 20 years old. I said, you got your whole life. Stay in stay in uh, L.A. and work your work your. I said, work your connections. I said, you, I said, you want me to do a prediction if you move back to Hawaii? He said, what, what prediction? I said, if you move back to Hawaii, you're going to make some girl pregnant, you'll get, you're going to get fat, and you're going to hate yourself. And that's exactly what's going to happen if you go back to Hawaii. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, said, I said, you're going to make some girl pregnant, and you're going to hate yourself. I said, stay in L.A., work your connections, work your Motown connections. You was on Motown long enough to know, to have meet, to have meet a lot of people. Work your connections. I said, you know, if nothing happens by the time you turn 30, call me and we, we'll figure out a plan. So we, I said, you and I together, we'll figure out a plan if you haven't made it by 30, if you're still in the same spot. At 24, Bruno got signed. Amen. Yeah, I was reading about that. He said that uh, Motown may have not known what to do with him. And he wasn't they didn't know what to do with him because yeah. he, he wasn't white. And they didn't know what to do with him. And they was writing for him. They wasn't allowing him to write. And, and that's I another thing. That's right? another we, thing. In the early days that, mm-hmm. um, you know, I wanted to ask you about that. Um, mm-hmm. In the earlier days, they had writers for people. And I remember when Stevie Wonder wanted to break out. I was reading mm-hmm. about that and how it's, uh, Barry Gordy didn't want that. Nobody wrote but Smokey. And then Marvin Gaye wanted to do his thing. Mm-hmm. And... uh Normally, when you hit as an artist of any kind, in any genre, it's because you're different. It's because you have something new to bring to the table, not the right. cookie-cutter assembly line stuff. Right. Uh, do you think that music today is that that same way? We're getting away from the cookie-cutter mold, and people are creating and writing their own and producing well, I have own. to say, to me, the hip-hop that I've been listening to, the, um, it sounds like cookie-cutter to me. I mean, it's the same beat. Mm-hmm. And everybody's singing their own lyrics on top of it. And I never liked, and I'm not putting uh, hip hop down, but I never liked when people sing about bragging about their women, about their money. Just that, uh, that, that that's that's not what the genre was. A gen- uh, uh, that's not what what rap was originally. No, no. Originally, rap was fun. Yeah. Uh, I used it to, told I used a to, story. It was. It I used was to real estate in, in rap music. Uh, or when it first came out, the hip, the hop, the hip, the hip to the hip hop, that you know, top to rocker. You know, I used to go uh, roller skate dancing to that. It was fun. Then it turned into gangster rap, and now it's turned into I don't know what it is. Ratchet rap. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so you wouldn't you wouldn't want you wouldn't side, want a four year old or five year old in the car listening to that stuff. And then the R and B side kind of went to the white folks to pop music. And I was going to ask you just about that. We have yeah. some great singers who, to me, are great pop singers. What yeah. is going on with R and B and soul? R and B soul kind of switched. Uh, and, and kind of phased out. Nobody's promoting on being sold like they used to. You know, it's, it's like it's a relic from the past. But um, soul music should never stop. Um, I, 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 my, my first album. I, me and uh, Tony Manta, the producer. I wanted to stay in the soul vein. I didn't want to go far from it. I, I know pop music is where you, you know, where you make money. Staying in the soul genre. Can be can pigeonhole pigeonhole you because you won't get the get the type of audience a pop artist would get. But at the same time, um, if you're good enough soul artist, you'll get everybody. But they don't promote them like they used to. Like I, I like I was saying to somebody, I think me and Wayne Brady was talking one time that before Wayne Brady became a superstar, and one of the things that we were saying is. They don't make stars like they used to. They used to uh, used to cultivate a star. Now, now, let me pull out one, Dionne Warwick. Dionne Warwick would have a hit every year for 20 years. Right. They invest in her, they reinvest in her, and they kept those hits coming. Johnny Mathis, same thing. Uh, uh, the early soul singers like Wilson Pickett, Joe Tex, um, uh, Otis Redding, if he hadn't died, probably would still have been here. Right. Jackie Wilson, of course. Jackie was on a comeback, not a comeback, but he was on, he, he was about to hit the charts again with nobody but you. But when, when he, um, dropped out of, you know, because of, uh, having that heart attack, they didn't release nobody but you. They right. didn't release the album. That album would have put him right on top. I don't know why they didn't release it anyway. When he got sick, uh, the music was going corporate at that time. It used to be when they started, there were mom and pop uh, record labels, etc., where they would have talent development and others. I mean, my people were in the music industry; they would have talent development. Uh, my our, our company was bought out by Barry Gordy after ten years, but mm-hmm. you know, they don't do that now because the corporate interests got involved and you know one of the artists that um, one of my favorite artists has always been George Clinton he's been recording since the 50s and they didn't want to promote him after the 70s even though he was at the top of his game yeah and so the corporate the corporate entity the same with Donna Summer I found out that's what happened to her they don't Mm -hmm. want to you know and then and and, uh Irene Kara if you go back to study music history they get to the top the top of their game then the corporate interests are just like okay well but they don't know the music side they know the money side they don't know the artistic Mm -hmm. side right they and that's probably what's happened to rap uh they'll they'll sign people that possibly never would have been signed before right. uh, you know and they don't want another John Legend right you know they don't want to although I love Kendrick Lamar and, 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 and others that have come up uh, they don't want uh, a Travis, well, Travis Scott is pretty good mm-hmm. um, they don't want um, another uh, John Legend but they don't care because it's all about money and, yeah. and, and what I like about Europe is you got a hit song, you always have a hit song. 
Right. You're always a star. You, you're not pushed to the back. My first album, I had four hits on it. Um, it's about time. With, I'm not. It's about. It's about time is the name of the album. But I can't love you anymore. Went to the top ten adult contemporary for me. Um, Your love is lifting me higher. My version of my dad's song went to top ten. Sweetest feelings. My version of my dad's song went to top ten. And right here waiting. <laughs> Uh, and you got 10. Grammy nominated too, which is great. Yep, yep. So, so it, it's 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 awesome. Now, now I'm not on that label anymore. I'm on a new label called DJ International uh, Records out of Chicago. Um, they approached me about uh, some house music, which I've always liked house music. So, um, uh, my manager, my new, uh, I have a new manager. His name is Myron Bernard. And uh, and he used to he used to manage uh, James Ingram, um, and you know James passed of brain brain uh, brain cancer right. last year. Mm-hmm. But um, Myron's a great guy, and uh, he called me up said, "Hey man, this record label wants to know if you were interested in these two songs." And they sent me the songs, and they were great. I said, "Yeah, man." And so we released one that I co-wrote, uh, well, actually, I wrote the song, but not the music. Uh, we're releasing it, hopefully, in the next few weeks. It's called Stand Up for Love. It's about what's going on right now. That's, that's always been on my mind and everybody's mind for the last year and a half. And um, it's a dance song, and it's a, to me, it's an a anthem-type song. Uh-huh. So I can't wait uh-huh. to get that out and see what happens. They test market the song, and it did really well. So, um, looks like uh, that's going to be a, be a big one for me. I hope so. When do you think we'll get back to seeing live concerts? Uh, as soon as they get this bug under control, so they gotta they gotta get it under control. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, it's going to keep re-manifesting itself uh, and keep changing. It's a biological right. weapon. It's, right. It's supposed to kill people. Most definitely. I mean, Charlie Pride just got an award at the Country Music Awards, and he was supposed to be healthy before yeah. he passed away three weeks later. Yeah, because he got it. Ugh, and they know just, it. To break, it breaks your heart. Yeah, and, and I understand that they did, they weren't wearing masks or nothing. They weren't they weren't covering covering their faces. So, whether you believe it or not, you got to protect yourself. It's a lot of things that have just sort of been put on hold, or you've got to transform it into something well, totally you know, different. Not to be political at all, but the last guy didn't do anything about the, the vaccine. And no. then the new guy comes in and they find out they thought there was a program set up and nothing was set up. That's so right. Basically started off at ground zero when the new guy came in. There was nothing to help us. And, and we, we don't know the we don't know the prepared. side effects from the vaccine anyway. We don't know the and side effects. And we're not going to know. I mean, because they, they they said normally it takes five to ten years, but that don't make sense to me because when they had the the black plague, they they had the vaccinate they did mass vaccination, and they didn't wait five or six years. They mm-hmm. gave us people the vaccination right away. The Spanish flu. When that came out, was that 1918, 1917? Yes. 
they vaccinate them people right away. So I, so I don't know what to believe. All I know is if, it, if it's, if it's going to help, we're going to have to take it. No matter what all the stories are and, and are going around about how it got out and whatever, they got to get it under control in order for us to live on this world. You got that right. Yeah, and until that happens, um, no, you know, I, I, I don't have I don't have any kids yet, and it's interesting. I would be terrified to even send them into a school. Yeah. Well, uh, fortunately for the kids, they're strong. They they don't they they won't get sick with the with the virus like the. But older the teachers people. and the administrators probably will. Yeah, the the, the 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 virus was designed to not to take out fifty and plus. That, that's what the virus was designed for. Wow. The, 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 well, uh, the biological weapon, I would say, not the virus, the biological weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, know, you take out, we weapon. had they teachers in, our, in. in my area, we just had five teachers in the last month die. Yeah. Five. So <laughs> the kids may be the kids may be strong, but what about the adults? That no, the adults are not strong. The, the adults got to be vaccinated. Because the kids can carry it, and uh, an adult can catch it and die. Hmm. Let's just pray. I want you and your family to stay healthy and safe. What's next for you? You have your album coming out. Any other dreams and aspirations you see for yourself in the next, say, year or so? There's a lot of good things happening. I just can't talk about them right now. Uh, don't want to jinx it. Don't want to give it away. Amen. But a lot of good things coming out. I, I'll be in the media with... Uh, my act, you know, my actions, my singing and dancing, and uh, I have some shows. I, I'm booked pretty heavily in the fall if everything is is uh, together. I'm I'm in New York and uh, Jersey, Philadelphia. Uh, I'm all the way down to Carolinas, uh, and um, they're looking at bringing me to Alabama, Mississippi. I'm also in Europe. Uh, I'm of course I'm in the Midwest, and I'm in California, Vegas. And Phoenix, um, but also I have some shows uh, lined up in, Swe- in Sweden, uh, the UK, South Africa. So I got a lot of work coming up. It's just a matter of it's just a matter of you know when it happens. Amen. Well, I want to thank you for for being with uh, me in the show today. And uh, prayerfully, I'll see you on tour. I actually get to meet occasionally. I get to meet some of the people I interview, so it'd be kind of interesting to to actually see you in action and uh, see the great things you have in store. And you're always welcome to come back. Uh, we well, we're heard all over the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, my song was released. Um, uh, I definitely want to come back because I, I want to. See how you feel about it, and 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 and, and we can follow it and see how it grows. Amen. How the world take it? That would be great. Thanks so much. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, thanks so much. Enjoy your spaghetti night. It's <laughs> 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 an old uh, uh, um, recipe that my mom taught me when I was very, very young. So tonight is uh, tonight is. Uh, Spaghetti night tonight. Awesome. Awesome. You and your family, be blessed. You too. I look forward to hearing from you in the future. Take care. Okay, talk to you later.